boy, cause I played you Liked you, never loved you But all the ones above you Built you up, tore you down Reign is king, I took your crown Lured you in and took your best Now you walk alone with all the rest Most people can't understand my shame I wanna scream away the pain And now I, and now I And now I feel so ashamed to my to my dad <laughs> um, i think my strive to always improve and get better is going to be the death of me hi and welcome to and if love remains i'm your host mike levitt and i'm super happy to have on the line um a guy i've known for a while tommy gibbons uh you know, the, Tommy is an incredible musician, incredible guitar player, a great music producer, um, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him about his his new upcoming hit song tonight, and just get to know get to have you get to know Tommy like I do. So, Tommy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I do appreciate it. This is so cool. Man, it's my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I, uh, you know, I I feel like I've known you since you were eight. I don't think you were eight when I met you, but. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I think right. maybe maybe 10 or 12 or something like that. I, I knew you through your dad. I, 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 uh, and, uh, uh, and even then you were this precocious guitar player. So tell me about that a little bit before we get into like what's going on right now. Tell me about how did you pick up a guitar and, and how did you get into that? Um, I would say it all started probably around when I was like eight or nine. My dad took me to go see, uh, it was the G3 tour. It was, uh, John Bertucci, Steve Vai and Joe Satriani. And, Watching that live, that being my first concert experience, I, I was just like, I, I have to do that. Like, I, I have to do that. Yeah. And That's- then um, I didn't get really get into playing though until I was like 11. Like, I didn't get serious until like 11 or 12. You know, because, you know, I was a little kid, you know, and, I, and it was just like, it wasn't as cool as I thought it was when I first got started, you know, cause you had to go through the whole, this is the C chord. You got to learn how to play. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is lame. I want to do what like they're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's all part of the growing process. So I didn't really get like real serious until like 11 or 12, I would say. Okay. Okay. Right on. And, and I think that's probably about the time that I, that I first met you and, and, you know, cause I saw you play, um, at guitar center a few times, like you were like, you're, you're doing kind of like the local, Hey, the showing off the kid, you know, shredding on the guitar thing for a while. And, and right. it, was pretty, it was pretty great to see, man. Everybody just loved, loved seeing Tommy play, but, um, the went and then, and then you started playing in bands. Talk, talk about your, some of your early bands that you played in. Oh Jesus. Um, 
<laughs> or not it's okay oh uh, well I, I know i'm trying to remember some of them like <laughs> well you don't have to remember all, we don't have to go through all of them but you know what were um, some of your what were, what were some of your best memories you know through that period of you know maybe your your middle teens you know into your early 20s well i mean just the like <laughs> just the whole experience i mean playing in like local clubs and you know i really wasn't supposed to really be in in the first place because i was too young um <laughs> right but uh just the whole like you know, uh, kind of breaking into that whole local music scene and just that whole like uh, feeling of holy crap, this is so cool! I'm playing in like a bar, and you you just kind of feel cool cooler than all the other kids, I guess, type of vibe. Um, well, and you played at some pretty cool stuff. I mean, you, I remember seeing you at um, in Tempe at uh, uh, I mean, obviously like Club Red and stuff like that, but also at um, oh my gosh, what was what's the name of the place you played with? Um, oh. Now I'm, now I'm dying here. I can't remember. Anyway, so, you, I mean, I remember even when you were, you know, 14, 15. I mean, you're you're playing some some pretty cool places. Yeah, like I used to do the, you know, I love playing at the Marquee Theater, of course. The Marquee, yeah. Um, um, so I definitely have some favorite shows. Like opening up for Gary Hoey was, a, oh, yeah. was great. I um, think I was at that show. That was a great show. Yeah, and I mean, Gary Hoey's, you know, of course, one of my heroes. So just to get to open up for him was great. Uh we put we've opened up for like King's X before. We've um have opened up for uh Queen's you know, that was amazing. Oh I bet, yeah. Um but uh, it's just you, you know, for for me personally, I try I, I guess I, I don't you know, this this might come off as kinda egotistical, I guess. I, I'm trying not to be, but um I, I don't really like looking at I don't really I'm not good at uh the whole Oh, I remember when I used to do this and used to do that because I always I'm always looking forward and that's kind right. of one track mind on my end. But I'm I I'm terrible at like um, <laughs> past stuff, bringing up past stuff because yep. it's like it's in the past. It, it, I'm not, you know, because I'm I'm one of those people. I swear to, I, I told this actually to my to my dad. <laughs> I think my strive to always improve and get better is going to be the death of me. Because I I am one of those people I know it's funny but I'm also like partially serious because I'm like I've never I can't think of a time where I ever where I sat there and go oh my god I've done a great job or this is right. really cool I'm always like you know this is great now but what's next or how can I make this better I guess like, I'm just never satisfied with what I'm doing and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing you know I'm yeah. just so I I'm terrible at like. Um, bringing up past stuff just because a lot of it I choose not to remember or I legitimately forget too that, you know, right. Um, well, you, you, you played in a, a few bands and, and I know that, uh, sorry, I've got a little bit of echo. I'm trying to get rid of that. Um, so you played in a few bands and, and, you know, things didn't work out for whatever reason. This is what I love about your story and what I've, what I've, you know, as I've kind of gleaned, you know, watching you, watching your career a little bit is, is, you know, you, you, you have these like spark moments and, and then, and then things kind of die down. And then all of a sudden there's Tommy again. And it's like, Whoa, here, I mean, I forget what a great, you know, musician and the things that you're doing. So um, talk about kind of the ebb and flow of, of what you've done. I know you don't want to draw on the past, but I think it's important for people to know like the, the hard work that goes into the, the, the stuff that you do. No, of course. And like, so for me, you know, after, you know, I've joined a couple of, you know, touring, touring acts that had some success in the early 2000s and, you know, bands I look, you know, still look up to. Um, but when, 
when you see there's a certain side of this business that has a you know it's a, it's, it's pretty dark you know right. and i kind of felt like that part of the business started changing me as a person um my my values my morals started changing and at that point i'm like you know what i think you know i've had to do some things that i'm not entirely proud of you know and i'm not ashamed of those things but they're not something i would be like oh man i totally did this and right. I guess that's the part that freaks me out is some of these people in the in that industry have no don't have a care in the world of hurting people or screwing people over or doing those bad things that I'm you know that person right. to me I'm like God I you know they almost, they almost get a kick out of it kind of yeah it's like wow you you know some of these people just do not care and it's amazing I'm like wow you just coast through life by screwing people over that's incredible um, <laughs> I I can't, can't believe it but um for me I think it was just um, after doing this for a while, I was like, you know, I, you know, I've, 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 I have a son, I have a family, you know, I want to, you know, maybe it's time for me to get with reality and drop this, you know, living a pipe dream garbage and get a real job, focus on my kid and step back from this. You know, I really thought that at one point and for a while it worked. I was actually content with, you know, having a regular job and being a, being a human for once, you know? Right. And, um, I guess just one thing led to another and, you know, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and, and talk, talk to me a little bit because, you know, your dad is one of my very favorite people. I love that guy. And, and he's just an amazing, amazing guy. I know he's been super supportive. Talk about your dad, his influence on you. And, and obviously he's the one that got you into music, but, um, uh, yeah. Well, how has he been such a great support to you? Well, my dad's always told me, you know, if you're going to do something, you know, you got to go all in, you know, and give it your best shot and don't, you don't just give up. Um, you know, my dad, a big, you know, loves music, big supportive music. And oh, yeah. at that time, before I got into music, I was really into martial arts. Um, you know, I did that. I felt like I did that. This, I took that as far as I could, you know, and um, I wanted to start thinking about, you know, what can I do? for my future that will benefit me in the future. Not saying martial arts doesn't benefit me, but as far as like, I want to make a living, it's hard to do that in martial arts. So, right. And you, and you have a, spe a specific talent and skill, you know, that. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, and then, you know, and that's what kind of led to, you know, me getting into music, you know, cause my dad was always cranking up rock and roll music, heavy metal music. And I, you know, so just by, you know, just by that, I, I started getting into it and, then once I went to that Satch concert, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I need to do that. <laughs> right. But whatever right. it is, what's ever going, whatever's going on on the, up there, I, I need to do that. Cause just the fact that like these people are playing something that they created, that they made and thousands of people love what they made. I, I can't think of a better feeling than that. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely. It's, I'm with you there. What? Uh, so this is Mike Levitt with, and if love remains, I'm talking with uh, Tommy Gibbons, guitarist, uh, songwriter, uh, music producer, performer, all around good guy, rock star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got to, uh, hope you, I hope you guys uh, check out in the show notes. You'll see some information. Talk about the lead up. Um, maybe, uh, take us back to, or take us to we're I want to talk about your single tonight. Um, talk about kind of the lead into that. Like, like what made you decide to, to go on your own? Is this the first project that, you, that you've kind of done on your own? No, <laughs> 
So the whole Tommy Gibbons band, Tommy Gibbons project, whatever you want to call it, has had a couple of different versions of it, I guess. So like around my early, um, like 20 or like early, like late teens, early twenties, I, I tried doing it, but it was more like punk ska type stuff. Cause I was going through that weird phase and it did pretty good, you know, but I just, I, again, this is just a bad habit of mine. I always want more. You know, and right. I think, I think this is why, you know, and I'm not afraid to say it, a lot of people in my hometown or locally don't think fondly of me because I never, I don't, I won't say I never cared about the local music scene or I, I, I'm not a supporter, but I never cared to just be that guy that that's all I do is play here. I didn't care about that because playing here wasn't going to pay me. I wanted right. to go, no, I'm being serious, you know, I, I know. I wanted to go that next level. I wanted to go on the road. I wanted to be that next guy. And I just felt like, look, for me to be that, I got to I gotta get out of here. You know? And that was, again, I'm, I'm very one-track-minded when it comes to something. When I want something, I will literally do whatever it takes to get it. And I hate to say it. If that means hurting a few people on the way, I'm going to probably do it. You know? Right. I know it sounds terrible, but that's just how I am. I want something that bad. I'm going to go after it. And I want it to tour so bad. That I didn't care who I trampled on or who I needed to knock over to get there, you know. And I made some enemies because of that. And the way I look at it is like, well, look, it's either you 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 support me or you don't. And if you don't, just get out of my way, you know. Well, and a lot of times that that those enemies come, you know, because of of you could say whatever you want, but but you know, um, jealousy is a big part of that. In other words, you know. It, you can say, yeah, I trampled over guys or, or, I did, or I did whatever it took, but you had to have skill. You had to have the, the ability to, to play. You had to have the ability to, to put yourself out there. And, you know, if you, if you, if you trampled on somebody, then fell in your face, nobody's going to put you in a band. You know right. I mean? Well, no, of course. Well, it's just like, I, I get it. You know, you want to support your scene and everybody wants to be part of something and that's cool. Me, I'm like, no, I want to make money at this. And that's not trying to make me sound like a sellout or anything. I want to make a living at something I love doing. Who wouldn't want to do that? Right. That's the dream. You know? That's what everybody wants. You know, it, it would be like, you know, and the argument is, oh, well, why don't you just play music because you love it? I'm like, well, why don't you just become a doctor because you love it? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You know, like I, I always love music. I love playing music. But man, wouldn't it be even cooler if I got paid to do it? Yep. No, Absolutely. I mean, that's, like I said, that's, that's the dream. Right. So, I mean, you're a teacher, right? You teach and I get you teach because you love doing it, but it's nice to get a paycheck doing it too. You know what I mean? That's the deal. That's absolutely the deal. And so that, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, so, so, so I just wanted to, to kind of push forward into this, this latest iteration of the Tommy Gibbons project and, and moving into what we're, what you're doing, um, you know, these days, how did, how did this latest version happen? Well, I joined a band called Feral to Fear back in January. I actually did the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Cruise with them. Um, and then, um, you know, I was going to kind of, that was going to kind of be my last hurrah originally. I was going to be okay, that's the way I'll go out, playing this awesome cruise. And, um, you know, I think that'd be a good way to go out. But then, and then, um, and then, and then get, like, get a real job and, and get back at it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, one thing led to another, though, their management started talking. He was like, hey, man, you know, we want to uh, we want to continue. You know, why don't you join the band? I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, this is going to kind of be kind of be it. I, I was just going to fill in. 
but then one thing led to another. I we made a single called "I Won't Be Your Tragedy," which charted on the Rock and Care charts at twenty one, which is incredible. Wow, yeah. Um, and then one thing led to another. I mean, and then uh, I joined Wade Coda, who was on American Idol, phenomenal singer, by the way. Uh, you know, he kind of ignited another flame. And then on top of that, my you know my manager hit me. I was like, "Hey, why don't you do your own thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, why don't I do my own thing?" I mean, especially you know. With the whole pandemic, no one could really go out and tour. I have a lot more free time. I was like, yeah, why not? Let's just do it. You know, but I'm like, but on my terms. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, um, uh, and so was this, was this single tonight? Was that part of a, um, part of a overall project or was this one song that, that you did or how did that happen? Um, I've ha- I actually, so <laughs> some, you know, behind the scenes exclusive stuff here. I actually have had tonight for a while, but it was never like recorded properly or it was never, I, the idea was always there. I worked with uh, a guy named Rick Lander who uh, produced one of the f- uh, previous bands I was in. Phenomenal producer and just an overall great guy. Um, he, he worked on, he worked on the song with me about a year ago and it just never, it never went anywhere past pre-production. So, I was listening back to him like, oh my God, this, why don't I release this? This is awesome. You know, right. it's, it's the, it's the combination of literally everything that I like doing. Uh, before tonight dropped, a lot of people don't know is I'm actually a huge hip hop fan. I love rap music. I've always loved rap music. And it's because the reason why I have respect for rap music is it's it, someone with so little makes so much out of it. And I think that's so cool. You know, a lot of these rappers come from a rough background and they have so much to get off their chest and they do it through, through rapping. And I think that's so incredible. Yeah. You know, music's always a form of expression. And to me, they're the epitome of it, you know, right. because they, they don't have any musical abilities. They don't really have any musical gifts. Um, uh, so I, that's why I've always loved rap music. All they have is their words. Right. True right. heart, true emotion. It's raw. I like it. You know, the, the, the resources that they got, they, they use every ounce of it. Yeah. And I have nothing but respect for that, you know? And so I've always, been into that i've always loved rap music and i wanted to try it but also i also don't want to like just completely shut out people that do like my you know that like rock and metal music because i you know i love that stuff too so i'm like well i want to figure out a way to you know combine both and i think this song really did a good job of capturing that yeah it certainly did it's a great tune and it's a you know um and the thing that i like about it is um it's it does. It, it, it is. It's a hundred percent unique where you can tell this is Tommy Gibbons. This is, this is who you are. Um, it's, it is authentic. Um, and it is very creative. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great tune. And so, so you've had this tune and, and when did you, and you decided to drop, when did you release it? Uh, we just, I just dropped it, uh, a week up or what was it? The 13th. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's already at like, 20,000 streams or some crazy thing like that, which is, that's, that's fabulous. Now, what do you think, what do you owe? Like, I mean, is it, do you just owe it to kind of luck or, or what do you owe? Like all of a sudden, um, I, I think it's, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I, I have an amazing management team behind me right now. Um, the same, same management that farewell to fear is with uh, MK music, uh, shout out to my boy, Nolan. If you know, um, I mean, it's just everyone. Here's the thing about being in the music industry is everyone has to be on the same page and everyone has to be able to hustle. You've got to work hard at this, even especially now more than ever, because record labels are what they are now. They're not, they're not going to, 
You know, they're not going to dump a bunch of money into you. And even if you do, you got to pay that back somehow, you know? Right. And I feel like in today's climate, today's how, how things are today, I feel like a lot of artists can actually get far without a record deal, without a label. You can do a lot on your own. So many of these rap artists almost pride themselves out of being independent. Oh, absolutely. And I, I do think like the wave of the future is, is the independent scene. You know, I, I do think like record labels are, um, yeah, they're going to have to, they need a chance and maybe they are starting to, I'm not as deep in the music biz as you are, but, but they really need to start thinking themselves as, you know, marketing teams and less, you know, where they're supporting the artist, um, instead of just trying to, to sell copies. Right. But on the flip side of that too, artists have to step up and they got to work hard. Like, true. But, well, yeah. because they're on their own, they don't have, they don't have that support. You're not going to get those, you know, upfront money and all that stuff. Yeah, and I just think like that's kind of like what the problem we're kind of running into now. Like me, I'm I'm always hustling, you know. Even if it doesn't seem like I'm doing anything, you know, I'm, I'm I'm working my ass off one way or another. And that's because I I want it that bad. And you have to want it, and you have to love it. Otherwise, you're not gonna make it out there. They'll chew you out and spit you out, you know. Right. And, oh, absolutely. And I'm so grateful that I have a good management team. I got my family that supports me. I, you know, and I, I have an amazing fan base. I mean, the people that are, that do love me, they, you know, they, they push me to keep doing this. I wouldn't be able to do it without them. That's, that's huge, you know, to get that kind of support. And, and so, um, so everybody check out tonight. It's, it's a new single that hit just a couple of weeks ago. It's um, just hot on Spotify right now. Um, you can find it. I, don't, I think all the anything that you, you, you use, Apple, um, I don't know what else, that, Amazon, all that stuff. It's on. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's on. It's on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. Yeah, all that good stuff. So is this? Is it? Oh, I, I meant to ask. Maybe I um, is. So is is tonight? Is that part of a larger project, or is that kind of a uh, something else, or or what are you working on now? Um, it's it's just part. It's just my solo project. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I plan on, uh, I actually just finished, um, I had a guest drummer in, uh, last night, uh, Dan Johnson, who plays in the band called Red. They're, you know, very well-established band. Um, I'm already working on the next single and hoping to drop it by January. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, it was just, I do have a lot of other stuff going on. Like Wade Coda and I are dropping a really cool cover. Um, I can't say more than that, um, <laughs> but people are, gonna, that. people are going to really dig it. Um, right and then, uh, my band Farewell to Fear is dropping an EP, uh, hopefully by the holidays. Um, so there's a lot of stuff, you know, and that's, you know, I'm just always keeping busy. That's you know? great. What, um, so for people who who haven't heard your music and, and aren't familiar with, with you, how would you describe uh, the, the music that they're going to hear? Um, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's actually a good one. I mean, it's gonna, it, for the people it, it's, I mean, it's weird for people that do know me. I think it threw a lot of people off. So if people that don't know me, it might not be as shocking because you don't know what to expect, but right. Uh, like I said, it's got, some rapping in it it's got a little bit of shred it's it's got some heavy stuff almost got kind of a pop punk feel to it too there's just a lot going on there and that's you know that's just how i am as a person too i'm i'm very sporadic i'm very all over the place 
So I want to put that. Talk to me about some of your influences. I know you you mentioned, you know, some of those shred artists, Satriani, Petrucci, stuff like that, but Uh also your hip hop. Who are some of your main influences that, that, um, uh, that, that have, that, that you've kind of looked up to over, over the years? Um, so as far as the hip hop side of it, of course, Eminem is one of my, God, one of my heroes lyrically and just his cadences are incredible. Um, Wu-Tang Clan, you know, nothing but respect there. Uh, some of the newer, even newer hip hop artists like NF, Joyner Lucas, I really like a lot. Uh, MGK, I like a lot. Um, but even not just hip hop, I songwriters, I'm a huge Neil Young fan, like big time Neil Young fan. Right on. Uh, just because he's just a brilliant songwriter and you can't yeah. discredit that. Uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah, one of my. Oh, I remember being in your in your uh, front room doing Hurt covers. Oh, with you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was good times. Anyway, yeah, Johnny Cash classic. Right, and um, but still to this day, my favorite band of all time will will always be and still is Metallica. Is the number one favorite band ever. That's that's fabulous. That's that, great. That's something that will never change. I don't care what anyone says. They're the greatest metal band ever. Anyone can fight me on that. (laughs) Right on, right on. I mean, I I don't, it's funny, you know, how many people detract Metallica and and take away from the greatness? Cause I, I, I'm with you. I love Metallica. I think, I think they are, you know, for, for a band so big and to say they're underrated is almost weird to say, but I think they are, I think in the minds of so many, they're an underrated band and, and, and should be propped up more as one of the, just the, 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 you know, well, I think people just look at Metallica and they look at them as like, Oh, they're sellouts. They make a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. They make a lot of money. They don't need to keep playing anymore, but they still do. Right. That's how, you know, they love it. They don't, they don't need to tour anymore. They don't need to make records anymore. They, they could stop and they would be just fine. But I just think they love doing it. They love performing for people. I think that's great. Well, and I think a lot of people, like any band that's been around for a long time, you know, it's been around longer than eight, 10 years, you know, they're going to go through an ebb and flow. They're, there's going to be a, um, um, you're going to see, you're, you're going to see a difference in their, in their playing. You're going to see a difference in their songwriting and their, in the production. And so I think people, you know, they, when they expect to, um, hear some of those early Metallica albums, that's what they expect when they hear the later ones and they don't realize you know, things change. I, I'm a huge Rush fan and, and, you know, hearing the, I actually, I'm one of the, I guess, few Rush fans actually enjoy their synthesizer period. I think it's brilliant. Now I love their rock period in the beginning, but it's Uh just different. It's just as brilliant. It's just, Oh yeah. I I really loved, you know, test for echo. Oh yeah. Their later stuff, vapor trails. I actually love that record. Great record. You know, I, I get that wasn't like, their best sellers or whatever, but I, I've always been a fan of those albums. I, I love bands that experiment and they want to evolve because yeah. you keep just doing the same thing. You know, I also get, I also get the other side of that. You want to keep your fans happy, but if you never evolve, it's, you just become stale and boring. I agree. And and I think that's what I think. And I think it's in some ways it's the opposite, even with Metallica where people hear some of their, some of their newer stuff and they, then they hear their older stuff and they don't get it. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what was that? Yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. I get it. And you got to understand too, like, you know, when Metallica first broke out, they were, 
You know, it's a different time period to see that evolution. They tried to, it's almost like they try to go with the times while still being Metallica. Right. And I think that's why I like them so much. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to go with the flow a little bit. Well, and you've kind of done that. I mean, and and, and I think, I, th- I think that the ultimate key and the key for all these bands that stick around is no matter what they do is they do stay true to themselves. And whether that truth means that they experiment and go crazy or, um, you know, do a, a, you know, crazy concept album, like <laughs> anyway, or if they, or if they, uh, um, you know, try to try to hone things down and, and, and do, you know, you know, just as difficult, simple uh, singles and things like that. I, I think the, the ultimate is to be true to yourself. And I think that's what people are relating to when they hear tonight with you is, is it's definitely, this is Tommy Gibbons where he's at right now. Right. And like, that's, that's my thing. I mean, even lyrically, I'm touching on a very, uh, personal subject you know i'm i'm opening i'm wearing my heart on my sleeve here you know with a song like that admitting to something i'm not entirely proud of but you know i i, can, I believe that there's other people going through the same problems that i'm going that i was going through so it would be easier for people to relate to the song you know yeah and that's not easy for some people you know it wasn't easy for me they're like you know i'm writing while i'm writing this i'm like am i really gonna like share this to the world and tell people like hey look this is what i'm going through right you know and what are they gonna think of me you know, isn't that interesting? And yet that's what people are going are gonna to relate to that. That is what people are going to appreciate most. And, and there is, there, there is some, I do think like, you know, art is pain, you know, someone might say, you know, until you dig into that um, or expose yourself as an artist. And I know as I've written, I mean, it's the same thing. Like you can't, you cannot, um, truly communicate you know the human you know what's going on in humanity unless you actually dig into yourself and and find that thing that touches you and is right your buttons right and that's why lyrically i you know wrote about what i wrote about i i think i feel like everyone always is always singing about the other side of it but i'm going to sing it from this side you know yeah and i think that did i think that really you know touched home with some people and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I, Tommy, let me ask you this. How, um, how can people find you if they, if they want to hear your music, if they want to learn more about Tommy Gibbons, what's the best way? Yo, just hit me up on Facebook. I, I run my own DMS. You can always just hit me up, ask me questions. I don't, you know, <laughs> right on. I'm, I'm nobody. I'm nobody too. I'm not, I'm not that big to where, you know, you can, anyone come talk to me. Right on. Well, don't be shy. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have Instagram, you know, Super Shredder Tommy dot ninety one. Uh, I have a YouTube, Super Shredder Tommy. But you know, it, I mean, look, I'm despite what some people may say about me, I'm very approachable. Oh, absolutely. You I, know, you, you just come talk to me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. Like, just trust me. <laughs> well, and one of the things, like, I really appreciated. Um, you know, you, you, you. Uh, even during the pandemic, you were trying to put things together for musicians, you know, to get together and jam and play because it is something like as a musician, I know for me, you know, it's, this has been a tough time being, being, um, kind of away from music. You know, it's one thing, like I enjoy playing by myself, but at some point music is, is meant to be played and heard by others. Right. No, I, I agree with that. I just, I also, 
I, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's actually, I, I look at it from a different light. Um, I, I know in a sense, I try to take advantage of the pandemic, if that makes any sense. You know, the yeah. fact that I have this downtime, the fact that people are stuck at home. Well, God, talk about perfect time to drop content. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, with live streaming and how technology is nowadays, uh, people should try to take more, more of advantage of it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a great, uh, I, it was, I mean, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He, 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 um, he was a punter. He, pl- he played at ASU, I think, but people didn't realize he was an opera singer. And so <laughs> during the, during the beginning days of the pandemic, every day he would, he would live stream on his balcony, um, him singing some opera aria or something and just people started loving it and like, like glamming onto it. And, you know, there is this like huge, I, I think that's one thing that, 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 um, that this has taught us is that we really do need that human connection. And there isn't a better way in my opinion, than music to, to get that from people. No, agreed. Agreed. I mean, I'm, I could say on my, I'm definitely not the best at expressing myself other than music. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I, I hear you. You know, I'm kind of a goob when it comes to like trying to, you know, I don't know. I, I just feel like, you know, the only way I can really like express who I am or talk about or really give people a taste of my world is through playing, you know? Tommy, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay, sorry. Go go ahead. Finish that. Finish what you were saying uh, about who you are. Express who uh, you are. Um, I, I just feel like music's the only way I could personally, you know, let people into my world, you know, because yeah. if I try to explain it, I, I would probably be in a nut house. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for doing it musically so we can keep you away from that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is Mike Levitt. Uh, and if love remains, I'm, I'm here talking to Tommy Gibbons, um, guitarist, performer, uh, musician, uh, music producer talk talk to me a little bit about your like how did you get obviously every musician especially these days when they they, they start to get into music production because it's so easy to, to start to learn and start to do on your own these days um but uh, you've become you've you've become rather good at it what how did you is that is that an interest is that something that you want to pursue more uh, actually, no, it was never something I wanted to get into. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Music production. I, I, I really didn't want to do that side of it, but I just kind of felt like for me to get to where I want to go, no one's going to want, no, understand the song better than me. Right. You know? So I actually mainly started learning how to record and learning how to produce music mainly at first just to, so I could record my own stuff. Right. You know? And then, um, I was working with a guy named Aaron Carey, Pipeline Audio, amazing. Oh, he uh, does great stuff. I've seen this stuff on YouTube. He does. Yeah, he's incredible. He's the guy that you know pretty much taught me everything uh, when it comes to recording and whatnot. Um, but w- I, I took that and just kind of ran with it. And then once I started learning how to record my own stuff and learning how to produce and what makes a great song, I was like, well, man, I, I might as well you know start trying this with other bands. You know, and then it just yeah. kind of happened. But yeah, originally, I can also say I did not want to do this. <laughs> and, it, and it, you know, it's just one other way to, to make money in the music business for you. You know? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. That's how I think about it. Like, well, you know, if I can do if I can do something in music that keeps a roof up, man, I'm happy. 
Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That definitely getting paid to do it helps. But you know, I, I definitely want to make it easier for bands to, you know, not just produce them as far as like audio and like music quality, but you know, let them know how this business is, and so maybe they don't have to go through the rough patches that I went through. You know, that's great. You know, I mean, I always try to, you know, I'm an open book when it comes to that stuff, and I am always willing to help young up and coming artists out or any bands out. You know, as long as they're willing to listen, you know, they might not like what I have to say, but it's only for the best. Right. You know, yep. learn to play your instrument. Darn it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that helps. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Well, uh, Tommy, I listen, I really, I, when, when I um, hit you, by the way, proof that he is so accessible, I just hit him up and he replied right away and. I'm so grateful that you're willing to do this interview with me, man. It's been, this has been a blast. Oh, for um, sure, man. I'm, I'm always down for stuff like this. I love kind of like that open forum podcasts. Uh, you know, they're always fun. Oh, it's way fun. I, I've enjoyed doing this. You know, it's been a, it's been a fun to, to talk to some interesting people and, and uh, you know, learn about their lives and, and, you know, talk about the things they're passionate about. So oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so again, this is Mike Levitt with, and if love remains, I'm talking to, uh, finishing up here with, with Tommy Gibbons. Um, you can find him on Facebook. Um, you can also find his song tonight on Spotify and any other streaming service that you happen to use. Um, and, uh, man, this has been a blast. We let's do this again, man. Let me know when your next stuff comes out and let's, let's, uh, let's do this. Oh dude, I'm totally down. I'm right. On. I'm usually always here in the studio. So just let me know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and you both, man. That's cool. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's leave it there. And, and listen, uh, people, if, if you want to support the show, um, we do have a merch shop so you can check it out. We've got t-shirts, we've got masks. If you so desire, we've got, uh, mugs, all that kind of stuff. If, um, you, uh, but the most important thing is if you enjoy this content, if you like these kind of interviews, these kind of open-ended story, conversational interviews, um, share it with your friends, you know, let it be known. Um, I, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy talking to great people like Tommy Gibbons and, uh, look forward to having him on again. And, and uh, we look forward to, to doing more of these. So, Tommy, thanks for being on the show. We'll catch you next time. All right, man. Awesome. And thanks for having me. My pleasure. This is And If Love Remains. Thank you.